Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round one recap for this week's The Century. It is the first first cut of the year. It's the after dark version, joined by Kyle Porter, who looks like he's turning his lights on. Turn the lights on, baby. It is the after dark version. Fire those lights up. Yeah, no longer in the dark. Uh, not not a ton of. Uh, usually, we get a bunch of shenanigans in in the first round of the year. Remember, Spieth chipped in with that flop shot last year, and we got a bunch of superstars at the top. Seem more straightforward this year, but still a uh, still good first round. Good still, leaderboard. Still a good first round. Absolute log jam at the top. Still a couple guys on the golf course who could make it like a nine-way or like a seven-way tie for first. We'll get there in just a second. The Golf on CBS YouTube channel has just hit 100,000 subscribers. They're going to send somebody a play button. Who keeps the play button? Josh? Some executive somewhere? No no way it's me. Who gets No way. Who? who it's going to sit in a box in a mailroom. Who gets it should be button? It should be Rick. I, I would agree. Listen, I'm, I'm honored. I'm humbled. I cannot imagine it finds its way to me. If it does, I'd be thrilled. But I, I, I imagine there is a CBS Sports podcast uh, office somewhere that has all of them, all the play buttons. Mm. Right. As long, if it's if it's like in a grand way, like showcase somewhere, great. Add it to the, but it's got to be somewhere. It can't just be in a box. Yeah, we gotta we gotta use it as marketing. Put it in Rick's background. He's on the most pods. In. Yeah, it, it should be it should be marketing. We'll have time to figure that out, but we're going for more hardware. So vote for the first cut for the best golf podcast of the year. The link is in the description right now. This is the only golf podcast that comes at you six days a week, and it's the only golf podcast, KP, that is guaranteed to have one and done controversy on the very first day. Of the year. <laughs> what 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 are we doing? What what happened? Mark Immelman didn't put a pick in. I mean, that's I'm sorry. Like we gave you a pass on Rom last year, right? No, we we can't no more passes. No, it can't. I mean, we're not even Josh isn't even tracking it this year. It's on a website. I mean, we couldn't even put this pick in for him if 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 we wanted to. It, it is it is he it is a child seeing what his boundaries are at this <laughs> right. 
As a parent of four, I appreciate the analogy. Add this exact. It stinks for him. Everybody else's picks were great. Yeah, 37% of the pool, 31% of the pool has Colin Morikawa, 15% have Xander Shoffley, 8% have Tom Kim, and 7% have Scotty Scheffler. Those are the four most owned golfers, and they are all tied for the lead or within a shot or two. A four-way tie at the moment at the top of the board. Let's start with Colin Morikawa. He got out early. He did it with a 65 that included an eagle on nine and a smattering of birdies throughout. He never made more than one in a row. He never got on a birdie streak, but when Colin gets to Kapalua, things go very, very right for him. Yeah. I mean, you and I have been on him, I think generally for this season, not necessarily specific to Kapalua, but I think the thing that I'm compelled by Rick is I go back to your newsletter from whenever you put it out on Tuesday, I think the Rick run good newsletter. And you're talking about how everybody's and I don't have his numbers pulled up right now, but a, a lot of these drives get kind of pooled into the same spot. Right. And that's something that I was thinking about a lot today as I was watching. And what happens is you get um, a little bit of a um, short iron contest, if that's what you want to call it. That's not universally true obviously you have a bunch of long irons into like the par fives we see drivers off the deck we see three woods but man when you've got seven eight nine iron in your hands for you know 13 14 shots around call more cows pretty good pick right and i think that you're seeing uh some of the i think some of what you've we've seen with him at kapalua is the result of that uh that reality just the way that the course plays yeah, it gives himself a, a ton of opportunities and converts quite a few of them. Also in at 65 is Camilo Vijegas, who did it very differently than Colin Morikawa. He got off to a little bit of a slow start, just two under through his first nine, then made birdies on 10, 11, 12, 13, 15, 16, and 18. I think the word resurgence is fair here for Camilo, who played most mostly on the corn Ferry tour in 2023 pops up and finishes runner up at the worldwide technology championship wins the following week in Bermuda. And here he is again in contention. Yeah. I guess my question with Camilio would be one, do you think it's sustainable? I, I don't really not with this caliber of leaderboard and two, can you think of a better story to kind of start off 2024 than, than him winning Kapalua? That would be awesome, right? It would be very awesome. Uh, the sustainability of it, I did not think it was like long-term sustainable after the runner-up at, at the WWT. Goes out and wins Bermuda. Got me there. But he, let's see, uh, was dead last off the tee. He was 44th out of 59 on approach. He was third around the green, and he gained 5.3 strokes with the putter the most in the field. That is begging for regression. What are what are his odds? Do you have the odds pulled up right I now? I not. I can we can we can get to those later, but I, I would be shocked if his odds were shorter than 30 to 1. 55 to 1. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Guy in the lead 55 to 1. Uh breaking news at this moment. Sahith just finished up his round and bested the 65s with a 64. This was a barrage of birdies from 10 through 15. Last guy to make six birdies in a row was Colin Morikawa in the opening round of 2023 at this tournament. Uh, it was not blemish free. He did make a bogey on 16, but other than that, a flawless opening round of the year from Sahith. 
Yeah, if you watched him play the 16th hole, like if you only tuned in and saw Sahith play the 16th hole, <laughs> you'd be like, that guy looks like me, right? He, he drove, it, drove it into the bunker, <laughs> did not come close to clearing the lip. I mean, he missed it by three feet. Is Sahith the new Spieth where you're just like, you you could get anything? And did he make a par on the back nine? He, he parred 17. He parred 17, that was it. Uh that's incredible. Sahith might be the new speed. Uh yeah. I mean, they spray it all over the yard and you have no idea what you're gonna get out of, out of- <laughs> great college player, crazy off the tee. He has his own, he has his his family and fan club out there. So it's there's not there's not many fans on the grounds, but every time Sahith makes a birdie, you can hear like four people go nuts. And yeah. that's his family. <laughs> I, I love Sahith. I think him winning would be would be really cool. I, I just he's a um he's a really good he, character. He's not he doesn't he's not a um oh what's he, he's what's the word I'm looking for? Like he doesn't um a lot of these guys it's just like cut and paste, like they're just the same guy, you know? And he's interesting he's good at chess he has interesting takes his family is uh seems fun to hang out like he just he's a good like i'm not saying he's a character like phil is a character but he's just like a fun intriguing character that i would love to see win some some big time events this year uh, three guys still on the golf course at this moment. Jordan Spieth, who is six under. Their uh, Victor Hovland and Scotty Scheffler, who are both seven under. They're playing the 18th hole right now, so they could move up into eight under or even nine under if things go right. The other two guys already in at 65 are Jason Day, rocking his new Malbon gear, and Sung J M, uh, rocking his standard CJ stuff. So uh, two guys that. Jay Day's really struggled at the end of, of 2023 after the win. It, it wasn't very good. Looks a lot different now, but the play is 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 rocking and rolling. Yeah, he was good uh, down. I, I didn't see much of his front nine, but uh, he was really good down the stretch. He was hitting some, the iron shot he hit into, I think it was 17, was very uh, kind of laissez-faire. He didn't even really look at it. And it was like, I mean, that's a really hard hole to get it close. And it was fairly close. He missed the putt, but. Uh, great finish for him. Uh, I, I don't know what to make of Jason Day. Like, yeah, I know his confidence is still very high. I saw an interview with Dylan DeChair where he was talking about believing he can be the number one player in the world again. And I, I don't know that I believe that, but um, I'm 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 interested to see what he does in 2024. I guess it really only matters if he believes it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter what I think. One at one to ten on this this apparel look out of Jason Day. Uh, I appreciate it because it's different. I, do uh, I don't. I don't know that I. I'm not a big baggy clothes guy. Um, I think it's. Uh, it it's it's almost like too stylish for me. Like I'm not stylish enough to pull it off. I'm more of the like dad athleisure uh, category. Uh, so I I think personally I would be out on it. It's like a two out of 10. It is. uh, uh, Yes, it is definitely not for me. I can't pull off the rope hat. I do not wear rope hats. Mm -mm, I do not like the baggy stuff. I do not like him clean shaven. That's not even an apparel take. I I need a little bit of beard on J day. I just, there is nothing I like about this look. He's, he looks like a, like a different, like he doesn't look like the same golfer. When that first photo came out, I don't know who, maybe it was Sean Martin. Sean Martin. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, 
thought it was Jason Duffner. I thought it was <laughs> um I thought it was JT Poston. Okay. I so it was literally anybody but Jason Day. They showed him on the broadcast today from behind. So he was putting and they showed him from behind. And I and you always try to guess, like, oh, I wonder who that is. I thought it was I, in my head. I, I was like, oh, Lucas Glover. Uh, yeah. That's interesting. And it was not Lucas Glover. Anybody but Jason Day. Yeah, sorry. I mean, we love Jay. Friend of the pod, Jada. I hope he wins the golf tournament. But uh, that look is 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 not great. Um, guys still on the golf course. Ton of names lurking in this thing. It is nowhere near over the golf course played like four strokes under par, a little bit more than that. So, so plenty of good scores out there. We're going to take a quick break, hear a word from our partners, and we'll get right back to it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back, KP. I'm going to kind of open this up to you. So we'll do chasers, and then we'll we'll wrap it with the final group here. So anybody interesting in this chase pack? So we've got Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantlay, Emiliano Grillo, all in at seven under. The six under group is Brian Harmon, Luke List, Sepp Straka, Tom Hoagie, Max Homa, Chris Kirk, Brendan Todd. And then the five under group is Tom Kim, Benny on JT Poston, Mackenzie Hughes, Cam Young, Matt Wallace. Everybody's in this thing. Yeah, everybody's in it. I think the two names that stand out to me for very different reasons. Tom Hoagie finished T3 here last year. He was like 125 to one coming in. And I had him as a, as my sleeper coming into the week. Um, again, it's, it's kind of the same thing where he's short off the tee. He can get some of that mitigated by the way this golf course plays and then he's got you know seven eight nine wedge in and you're like okay tom hoagie can do some damage on a golf course like that uh he finished t3 here and at the players last year and didn't he didn't do much other than that he he was okay in the fall uh but not a lot other than that so good start by him and then can't lie can't lie to me is a problem like for the rest of the tour like i think i was texting with uh joseph amania and, and we were talking about how like way in on a massive Cantlay year like yeah. just and I don't like I think he gets a little bit from people like me a little bit of a bad rap in terms of like he wins he's won eight times Rick on the PGA yeah. Tour like that's a lot I know he's played a lot and his winning percentage is not crazy but I, to me like we always sort of group him and Xander as the same and I I just I don't know that they're the same I I think Cantlay is 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 different than than Sander. And I'm I'm really intrigued by by what he does in 2024. They are not the same yet. They have matching 66s on this Thursday. To put a bow on Tom Hoagie, it was two and a half, a little bit more than that. Strokes gained on approach second in the field. And he got a little unlucky, KP. On 14, they yeah. had to pull the string out to see if his ball was out of bounds or not. It was it was that close. Spoiler alert. Uh, it was out. So he ends up making bogey on 14. So it could have been even better for Tom Hoagie. I, yeah, I saw that. He, he, and he lost, I think, did you just say this? He lost like two and a half strokes with his, with his driver. I didn't. I said that he gained 2.7 with his approach play. So yes. So yeah, if he drives it, I mean, he, I mean, he, uh, most of them, he lost on that. Show. He almost got up and down for par, by the way. That's awesome. 
he he had a 25 footer he drove the green on on his third shot and had a 25 footer for a par and and left it short so watch right, well, bogey we'll wrap with this i know i got to get you out to hq here uh the three golfers on the go- on the course right now the final group scotty scheffler victor hovland and jordan spieth scotty scheffler uh on the green in two, he's got 80 feet for Eagle. Victor Hovland on the green in two, he has 40 feet for Eagle. Jordan Spieth uh, hit his third shot onto the green. He putted from just off the green. It looks, according to Shot Tracker, he's got 35 feet left for birdie. So those three uh, currently 20 under par out of the final group and, and still some opportunities for more. Well, Shuffler is, is kind of what we always talk about, right? Where you look up. And you're like, yeah, he's, I guess he's playing okay. And he's seven under about to be eight under. Right. And you just, it, it's, it's, I get juxtaposing him with speed in the same group where it feels like, (laughs) I mean, it feels like with Scotty, you're 65, he's shooting 65 and it looks like a, I don't know, 71. Mm -hmm. Like if you just, if you didn't have a score next to him, you'd be like, what's this guy shooting today? You're like, I don't know. He's probably one or two under and he's like seven under. And with speed, you're like, he could be 15 over or 12 under. I, I don't know. And, uh, so I think juxtaposing his steadiness with Spieth's, you know, insanity is, is pretty. And Hovland's a little bit, I, I was watching Hovland today, Rick. He, he's looked a little bit, uh, I don't, rusty, shaky. I, I don't know. He, he's just hit some kind of squirrely shots and yet he's, seven under and right in it. So I think that is a testament to just how methodical him and Scheffler both are from T to green. And they just, they just beat golf courses down. And, you know, at the end of the day, what they do from T to green kind of, kind of wins out nine golfers, uh, sub 20 to one to win the tournament. Scotty Scheffler is the favorite at four and a half to one. Victor Hovland at five to one. Colin Morikawa at six and a half. And Patrick Cantlay at nine to one. Those are the four golfers who are uh, sub 10 to one. Scotty Scheffler putting for birdie. He lipped it out. Mm. Eagle putt right now. Okay, so he's going to make birdie or excuse me. He's going to make par on 18. He's going to tap it in. He's going to be in it. He's going to be in at seven under. He's four and a half to one. Um, Yeah, man, he's a Talk about guys who are problems. Scotty's a big time problem. Yeah, and it's just the same. It's the same thing every week, and it and, and it's it's crazy to me because he's really become. Um, he he wasn't necessarily this guy in college or the corn. For, he was really good. Like I'm I'm not saying he wasn't good, but he's playing like like an all time like at an all time great level for like over a year and a half now, right? Like these numbers are. Yeah. Just not going away. He gained a stroke with the putter, and there was a couple that were very oh. wonky and not good. <laughs> they there were yeah, I, I saw a couple of those, and you're yeah. like, oh, that doesn't look great. Um yeah, he's he, I would be shocked if he he wasn't there until the end, but I'll I'll stick with more cow. He was my my pre-tournament pick. What what did you say he is like six six to one, five to one? Yeah, we've got uh both of us, both of us put a, a pre-tournament there. They were a pick to win. Colin Morkow currently it's changing very quickly, but six and a half to one right now for Colin, Victor, and Scotty are both five to one now. So it's it's changing very quickly at the moment. But yeah, one of the two or three favorites to win this tournament. Okay, yeah, it should, it should be fun. It's a great great board. 
Great board, primetime golf, lots of birdies, and we'll be here after each and every round to break it all down. For now, big thank you to producer Josh who does all the hard work behind the scenes. If you want more of Kyle Porter, you're watching this live. It's going to be on HQ just momentarily. You can find him at Kyle Porter CBS. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.